Hi everyone, on this week's podcast we learn from Walter about his journey in the food industry and what his childhood memories of food are. Alright Walter, how are you today? Very well. Fantastic. I uh, wanted to start off today by uh, doing a little thing around who is Walter. Um, so can you tell the viewers and the listeners a little bit about your background in the food industry? How did you start? Yeah, I... Um... I started cooking when I was around about 17, 17, yeah, a little uh, catering restaurant, afal service in uh, Pijnaker. Okay, where is Pijnaker? Uh, in between The Hague and Rotterdam, small town. Okay, and is that where you're from? That's where I'm from, that's where I was born, that's where, that's where I was born in Delft, but that's, um, that's where I'm from, that's where I lived pretty much till I was 20. Okay. Um, and I used to go to cooking college. And then I did my apprenticeship as well afterwards. Okay. And I did that in Delft, Rotterdam. Um, yeah, in that region, close to my house. Like, so that I can cycle. I worked in Rijswijk for three years as an apprentice. Um, yeah, so that's, I did a, a really French um, obliding. Okay. Cooking, so we are. Um, so that kind of goes into the, the next question also, which is, um, what what are your memories of cooking uh, or rather eating um, from your childhood? Is there something that stands out, or like nope, nothing stands out specifically? No, no, I don't think anything really stands out. I just know that we used to have a Christmas, a big celebration. The whole family will be together, um, a big table, a lot of food, but nothing really like we didn't have anything that was oh that one dish that we used to get every year. No, it was yeah. It was just really wholesome, really good cooking. My mom is a really good cook. Yeah. Um, Has she, she eaten here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She comes quite yeah. often. Yeah. What does she think of the food that you're cooking now? She likes it. She likes it. She's they're not vegan, um, but they do are are getting more aware of how to eat properly as well. They're also saying we don't hardly eat any meat or fish anymore. Yeah. Does it, your mom have any influence in your cooking? Uh, do you think? No. 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 None of my family have any influence. None of my like, there isn't a history in, in cooking in my family. Okay. Um, and as I said, like, my, my mom and my grandmother, are, uh, well, my grandmothers, they were good cooks, but yep. there were nothing, anything that was, that I can remember that I'm like, oh, I really want a recipe. Yeah. It was just really wholesome, really good food and healthy. And There's no secret to... family recipes that are no, no, handed really, down no. to you. No, my no. mom had to feed four boys. Yeah. Plus my father, so it was like there were six of us always, and my father cooked every so often, not a lot. Yeah. Um, it was mainly my mom that did the cooking. Yeah. So she um, she just wanted to make sure that everything was healthy and good. So what's your uh, what, what's the timeline that you got into Amsterdam with? When, when did you start working in Amsterdam? Because uh, you worked at the Hoxton, right? Yeah, ten years ago. Okay. We moved. Uh, my wife and I moved from Australia ten years ago. Um, and I started working at the Wilde Swine okay. for five years. And after the Wilde Swine, I moved to the Hoxton for one year. Okay. Uh, in between, I actually did go for a year abroad again. Mm-hmm. Went to England. Okay. Whereabouts in England? Uh, Harrogate. Ooh. My wife was working near there. And she, uh, she had the job as a, a teacher. Yeah. A teacher trainer. And I, uh, I chose the place to work and live. Okay. She so was like, oh, this is the place I'm teaching. This is a radius. 
I'm willing to travel. Yeah. You choose a place that you want to um, live and work. In that area? And I saw Harrogate and we went there once and I was like, I really like a small town. It has a little bit of money. Uh, a little bit more independent restaurants, not all uh, commercial. Yeah. And I decided to work there. Okay. So since you've been in Amsterdam and you've been working here, what do you think about the, the food uh, scene in Amsterdam? Uh, compared to like all the other places that you've worked in? Because you've, you've obviously worked in Australia, England, other places. In New Zealand as well for uh, quite a long time. Um, I quite like the cuisine here. Okay. It's, when I started working at the Wilde Zwijn, one of the reasons why I chose that restaurant to apply there, and it was the only restaurant I applied for mm -hmm. when I arrived back, and I got hired straight away. I was lucky because I didn't have a second option. I, just, I needed a job <laughs> and I, wa I walked in there, what I did with most of my jobs, I just walked in. Yeah. Didn't send my CV, I just walked in. Listen, is there a I job did going? the same, yeah. <laughs> and uh, they sat down and the next day I did a trial and the next day I started. Okay. Um, I chose their restaurant because they were, in my opinion at that time, one of the ones that really pushed the local veg and the seasonal cuisine really forward. Yeah. In a, not very high end, really like what they call um, what's the word that she used again? Avant garde? No, it's um, it will come to me, uh, but it's a way of cooking where it's it's high cuisine, it's on a high level, but it's really humble. You okay. leave the vegetables the way they are, I see. You don't okay. do like a tomato that tastes like a carrot, okay? And it's really you get that tomato. There is not done to it yeah. that much, but it leaves the tomato in its full body and its full flavor mm -hmm. without changing the, the content of the tomato. Okay, okay, interesting. And that's what I really enjoyed. And I also wanted to learn that again, being away for Holland for 12 years. Yeah. I wanted to reconnect with the seasons and the vegetables that were available here. Yeah, we'll say hi to David since he's also come over here. Hi, David. Hey guys. Hey. Um, so the next thing I want to kind of ask you relates to more of like when you're in the kitchen. Um, what according to you is your favorite tool apart from a knife? Apart from a knife, what is your favorite tool in the kitchen? Favorite tool? Except a knife? Yeah. Ooh. I would say the stove. The stove. Okay. Like Why do you I like have the stove? A, I have a hot plate. Yeah. So it's behind there. Can we show it a little yeah. bit here? That's what the hot plate looks it's like. Here. Like a French top, they call it. Yeah. And if you can use pans on there, but I also put some of my vegetables on there. Um, it's not really a tool, it's more it's equipment. Um, but I really enjoy using it. Yeah. And so the stove really is your uh, heat yeah. source of fire. Yeah. 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 That's what the cook, where the cooking happens. Um, okay. And last week we discussed how the food at Yerba and also the food philosophy that you have relates to seasonal products mm -hmm. uh, so what is the ingredient that you're working with right now that is in your opinion exciting uh, that, that you find pumpkin okay so what what in terms of uh, what are you working with in with, with pumpkin nowadays I'm doing uh, a, I'm gonna making a pumpkin ravioli okay um, with different types of pumpkin I've got like a, a really it's a blue pumpkin uh, butternut and I've got another one as well uh, three different types of pumpkin I'm gonna pickle one 
roast one, and then I make a puree out of one as well. Okay. And I mix them together, and the pickled one will be the garnish on the plate. Uh, and I mix it with a little bit of uh, vegan mascarpone, a bit of sage, uh, and chestnuts. Okay. Um, and this will be served with a peach mostarda. Mustard, peach mustard fruit. fruit. The Italian fruit? Yeah. Okay. So it's literally like I get peaches dried and fresh. Yeah. Soak the dried ones overnight, cook them in uh, like a pretty much like a vinegar uh, bath. Yeah. Like a vinegar uh, dressing or, or sauce uh, for two days. Okay. With mustard in there. Little spices in there. I love And um, then I cook that for so long that they become really soft. Yeah. That goes with the ravioli. Amazing bit of sage on it. Yeah. Okay, so pumpkin is your favorite ingredient right now. Um, last two questions, or rather, last question actually. Mm -hmm. um, what is your comfort food? Not your breakfast muesli. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is your comfort food that, uh, that you think is something that you know you can just. Did you wake me up for? Well, <laughs> sure, yeah. If we say, for example, um, I'm not cooking at home, yeah. And, and my wife and I say, right, listen, she doesn't want to cook, I don't want to cook, and we're both um, being lazy, what yeah. everybody is sometimes, you know, not everybody cooks every day at home. Yeah. Um, I like my uh, Indian, so I order, yeah. always order a dal. Yeah, lentils. Yeah, like no matter what is on the menu, I'll have a down or something else. We always order three or four curries. Yeah. So we have for dinner. And lunch, a breakfast. Lunch. <laughs> and okay. it's like, that is the one thing that is, and it's been for years now that I can have that any day. Lentils? Yeah. Well, then you can have some that I brought you today. Yeah, I'm going to. <laughs> okay. Thank you for uh, speaking to us no today. Wish. And then uh, we'll catch you again next week. See you next week. All right.